Hello, welcome. This is Time for Success, Business Owner Moms Edition. And this is the show where we dig in to what does success even mean? And uh, how do we achieve that when we're trying to run a business and trying to have a successful family and, and all that stuff? And uh, this is, again, Matt Barbie, your host. And what I do is, I mean, the passion behind the show is really just helping business owners put the processes and the people in place to create the, the business that gives them the, the life that they've always dreamed about for themselves and, and their family, of course. And and this week, we've got Kim Moose, which is uh, pronounced, yes, like you said, what, the food and, and, the, uh, hair and the hair care product, yes. but not spelled like either. Absolutely. Right? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I am doomed to a lifetime of misspelling, thanks to my husband. Yes. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, with the last name Barbie, it happens all the time yes. as well. So I, I totally get it. I, I identify. So, um, but uh, she's got uh, an international business, Cotton Cuts Collective, mm-hmm. and it's a really interesting subscription service that I'll let her talk a little bit about. So, Kim, please tell us more about uh, you and your business and, and your family. Sure. So um, about three years ago, I had a corporate job at a local company and was, uh, you know, very candidly bored, right? I had done a lot in the corporate world. I traveled with our CEO. I'd been given lots of great opportunities, but I, I wasn't fulfilled in what I was doing. I wanted yeah. to have a bigger impact and set a great example for my kids. So I read um, a Fast Company article about the rise of subscription businesses. Hmm. There is a yeah. box for literally everything. There is like, a box, yes. I mean, even, you know, Komodo dragons, like there's like a box for for anything that you have a passion for. <laughs> like um, the outfits for Komodo dragons? Yeah, I don't... Do you have one as a pet? Or do you get like <laughs> my a thing, new Komodo but... <laughs> dragon every month? Like, anyway, I'm sorry. I've derailed I mean, slightly. stickers and stuff, right? Oh, okay, um, all right. Yeah, so I went looking to see if there were any boxes for my hobbies that I had, and I could not find one for quilting. And I was like, I've been quilting since I was super young. And so I was like, maybe there's something here. And so I went down the rabbit hole of doing the research and figuring out what it would take to actually start a subscription business. I taught myself social media on YouTube and on um, you know any sort of videos and webcasts and podcasts I could find. Yeah. And six months later, I had a company. I had a website, um, I had customers, and we launched um, Cotton Cuts um, in October of 2016. Okay. And so um, literally like the minute I launched the company, I was reached out from someone in New Zealand wanting to do a business partnership with me. Wow. And so, I mean, it was one of those like, wait, but I'm still growing this other business, like the one that I've been working towards. And I was like, yeah. sure, uh, you know, always take the phone call. Right. right? That's like right. number one for me. Always take the phone call. Always and talk take about the it. phone call. All and right. so I've been partnered with her for two years now, and wow. we're um, about to launch our fifth program together. And so here wow. we are, um, you know, two and a half years after we launched our first box. And I was at a point at um, November, December, where we were outgrowing the business. I have 1,500 members in 15 different countries around the world. We have a huge following for us. And um, my business was partially in North County, partially in my basement, partially in someone's garage, partially over here, partially over there. And so I started the process of finding a place for us like it was getting serious this is real um you know i'm starting to employ up to 10 employees and we just can't live in my basement anymore right um and so i found an opportunity to move into the chesterfield mall which um, was a great opportunity for us. Mm-hmm. We found a beautiful space. Um, we've since consolidated a lot of operations there, and um, we had a, we had some extra room, right? Because we had such a great big space. So I've created a little bit of a sandbox for my employees and I to play in, called the Cotton Cuts Collective, which is a sewing maker space here in St. Louis. Okay, a little sewing maker space. That's yes. really neat. So yeah. we have sewing machines, we have supplies, we have notions, and yeah. we teach people how to sew. 
So we teach groups of kids. We teach women looking for girls' night outs. We have sip and sews where we teach tote bags. And so it's kind of this space where my employees um, come to me and say, hey, Kim, can I have a class in X? And I'm like, sure, What? why not? Let's just put it on the calendar and see what happens. So the space is partially the online business, the global online business, yeah. as well as this maker space for us. And so, um, you know, we have lots of other ideas on what we're going to do with the company. But right now, the company employs 12 part-time employees. Um, we have a diverse number of employees. I have high school boys that work for me, as yeah. well as stay-at-home moms, um, as well as retirees. Um, and everyone enjoys, I hope they enjoy what they're doing when we come to work every day. Um, and we talked on earlier before the show about my family, right? Yeah. So yeah. I have um, two small children. I have a seven and an eight-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, both boys know how to sew. I think that's probably that's <laughs> important. Good. That's good, yeah. Um, they've Absolutely. been sewing me since they were super young. And they are as part, as much a part of this business as everyone else. So. Yeah, yeah. My extent of sewing knowledge is about putting a button back on, but uh, <laughs> well, but it's still good. an important skill. I mean, most millennials probably would struggle with buttons right, right, these days, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, shirt's ruined. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, although I will say I have a wonderful um, you know, mother-in-law. If my wife doesn't, you know, help me mm-hmm. out, or, or if I just don't get to it, or whatever. But most of the time, I'll just sew my own button back on. But right. Sometimes she'll do it for me, which is cool. Right. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. But uh, that's fantastic. So I mean, sip, sip and sews. That's that's a fun idea. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of a different, like girls' night out, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. or I guess a you know bachelor party. That's an interesting idea for a bachelor party. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, bachelor but, uh, <laughs> bridal showers. Like we can put together a quilt for the baby. I mean, oh, that would be so it's cool. Amazing. Yeah. Totally different. Totally mm-hmm. different. But so. Um, I, if, if it's okay, I'd love to circle back around on this idea that somebody reached out of nowhere, mm-hmm. out of New Zealand, a, a different country, even different culture, mm-hmm. huge communication gaps, I'm sure. But you're in business partnership with somebody internationally that you didn't know before. And uh, I guess it happened fairly quickly because, right. I mean, if you've been in partnership with them for two years and the business has been open for about two and a half. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us more about that because a lot of business partnerships are just awful experiences for folks. And, um, you know, give, give the audience some, some, some idea of like what, uh, what you guys had to kind of do to figure out how much you were on the same page and, and all that stuff. Cause I think that's huge. Right. So for, for me, when I was starting the subscription business, the box, yeah. you know, do, you do all the customer research, right? Yeah. And you talk to people and they're like, oh, I love the box, but wouldn't it be great if you had a project, right? If you ship me a project each month. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we'll put that on the back burner and we'll build that skill, right? So I'll teach yeah. my team how to do it. It's something we'll launch into the future. And when the designer New Zealand reached out to me, she was actually the second person to put her email on my landing page. Like something, oh, okay. something she just was, she found us, she reached out to me and she came to me with this project um, this monthly project that she'd been nurturing in her store in New Zealand for like five years right so she had mastered the skill that I wanted to build and I was like oh this is very symbiotic like my customers are looking for this she knows what she's doing she's an expert in what she's doing and the program she presented to me was attractive to me Mm -hmm. it's something I would have happily done I was like this this appeals to me as a customer I think it has a lot of value drivers that hit a lot of different people yeah 
And I was like, you know, it's it's a no brainer. When we talked about it, we talked about it literally, I think like 30 minutes over yeah. Skype about the business. And we sent a whole bunch of emails back and forth to each other. I ran the numbers and I was like, God, the economics of this makes so much sense. Like she knows what she's doing. She's a subject matter expert. And our skills were compatible, right? She had the design piece. I had the marketing and the commercialization piece. And so just from the very beginning, it made a ton of sense. Yeah. And so she came, um, she came to the United States about a year later after we'd been working together for a year and we spent a whole week together. She's actually staying at my house next week. Wow. Um, we're having, uh, there's a big trade show next week. And so she's oh, going to come wow. stay with me and we're going to drive to this trade show together. Um, but literally someone I've only met face-to-face maybe three times, but we have a very open and honest um, email exchange like if there's a problem if i see something going on like we're very candid about it but we also clearly define roles and responsibilities i think that's yeah. almost fundamental to our partnership right, is right. is um she knows what she does she does that very very well i know what i do i do that very very well mm-hmm. and there's there's no turf wars right there's that's no uh, we we win together and yeah. so she individually has taken a very different career trajectory now she's like doing really awesome stuff in the quilting world and so we're partnering together on future projects to help both brands grow together because we've worked together so well for so long yeah yeah so how how is that structured then i mean are you guys like 50 50 owners or is it kind of just between she's got her business your business and you kind of buy from her the project kits or how, how does that work right so she does all the design work and then we license the designs from her uh, okay right okay. so um we're in charge of all the customer acquisition customer service growth distribution manufacturing operations side of it she does the design piece that then feeds into our supply okay. chain perfect, and then i perfect. pay her a fee so wonderful wonderful yeah okay okay so you were able to find that good symbiotic relationship through just kind of a, a licensing relationship. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So that's great. That's great. Um, because a lot of people, they'll, they'll want to jump in and they'll like, okay, well, we need to split this down 50-50 and all right. that kind of stuff. But it sounds to me like, you know, your, your, uh, your approach to, okay, you've got something to add. I'll stay in my lane. I'll do this part. You do that part. I'll license from you. Uh, is pretty dang effective for you guys. Yeah, it, it's working relatively well yeah. for us so far. And yeah. and we've grown the company past what she was able to grow out of her store. So I mean, she's it's freed her up to yeah. do these other super exciting things for her. So she wins, we grow, and and there's no reason to really for us to reevaluate anything at this point because it's yeah. working for her. It's working for us. So. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. You've got uh, you got a couple of kids, and you decided to jump into international business, right? And uh, <laughs> and and heck, even international business in and of itself can be kind of crazy because well, heck, time zones, mm-hmm. right? So, um, now do you have like a lot of suppliers internationally as well? I mean, like what? What, what, what does your schedule kind of look like? How is that impacted by the different time zones? Uh, well, so it's, it's interesting. So we have members all across the world, right? Right. And so I think the biggest the biggest opportunity for time zone challenges, we do Facebook Lives on our page, right? Mm-hmm. So we reveal products to people. We reveal sneak peeks. Yeah. And it's what time do you pick so you're not getting someone up at like 5 a.m. in the morning or 2 a.m., right? Yeah. And so yeah. even something as simple as we're about to launch a new program and me, it's very easy. 7 a.m. Central Time. Like, that's when the program opens. And we'll we'll sell that within an hour or two. Wow. And I get emails from people like, oh, that's 3 a.m. my time. And I'm like, I'm really sorry, but, like, that's the time. Like, if it's important to yeah. you, you're set the 3 o'clock timer. So wow. um, 
Yeah, so it's just it's 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 that type. That's the the nuance, right? Is when you're in um, an industry where you know it's limited supply on some items and sell out. I mean, it's luck, right? You have to be in the right place at the right time. And yeah, so yeah. Um, it's something we do take a little bit of consideration of. But really, you're not going to be able to make everyone happy on a 24 hour clock. Right. 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 And yeah. so if it's important, they'll set their alarm for 5 a.m. and they'll wake up and you know yeah. they'll get it done. Yeah. You can't do like a 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Just kind of split it up a little bit. No, just, no. I've had those jobs where I've had the 7 a.m. calls and the 8 p.m. Yeah. calls. And yeah. thankfully, not, we're not, not doing not that anymore. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Safe it's boundaries. Because you can control your own schedule, right? Right. Yeah. And thankfully, <laughs> our, our members realize like there are time differences. So if right. we get a, a question from a UK customer, right? So they realize like we are six hours behind them, that's right? Good. There's that's no yeah. like I want a response within an hour. It's 1 a.m. your time. So it, it's just the nature of our audience we're not in a business where people expect a five minute response time yeah yeah well, that's great that's mm-hmm. great um you so you've got a you've got a pretty good uh customer base then that uh you know you like working with because mm-hmm. you know in other types of businesses or in in other types of situations you know people are not uh, you know i wonder though you know an international business you know headquartered in 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 the uk or whatever mm-hmm. If, if Americans are less patient. I don't know. You know, I wonder. And yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, we, we do live in the me, me, me world, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I, and, it's, and it's awareness, too, right? Many times you don't know what country it is you're actually talking to when you're yeah. engaging with a company. So you don't, right. yeah. And, yeah, I think there's an expectation that everyone lives in the time zone you're currently living right, in. So, right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so twenty four seven. We're supposed to be in the world twenty four seven, but right. uh, but it doesn't have to be that way. And, and mm-hmm. you're building it very successfully. So, which I think is is an important message for people to to understand, because people get caught in this idea that I've always got to be available. I've always mm-hmm. got to have my phone on, and and you know maybe okay if you're in like the real estate business, you know I, right. I, right, right, <laughs> I can right. kind of understand that, right? But mm-hmm. um, to a degree. But there's even still ways of, around that, uh, especially if you're working with. Again, the the kind of people that you want to work with are the kind of people who understand boundaries and right. those kind of things. You don't have to have all the clients and all the customers. You know, they can go to their local whatever store and buy it if they're going to be punks about it, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if they send an email in on a Saturday, like we'll yeah. get to it on Monday. Yeah. Like you're yeah. going to have to be yeah. okay with that. Right. But it's, right. it's I mean, in the world where Facebook publishes on your page your response time, I mean yeah. that is ridiculously unfair because it, it say if someone sends you an instant message on Facebook at 11 p.m. at night like I'm sorry my phone is away it's charging we're asleep like it's yeah. it's unfortunate that that's the the measure yeah 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 you know that it, it is unfortunate you can do some things to kind of make people happy but uh, you know in terms of like a, an automated response after hours or whatever yes. but but still um, it, that that definitely makes it tough unless you want to start sourcing internationally I guess you yeah know, right for the, <laughs> Your Facebook Messenger, which you know some folks do, but mm-hmm. uh, right. But again, but I'd rather set that expectation that right, right. You know, we're a small business. We're located in the Midwest. I love a couple it. out. It's fabric, right? I, love I mean, it. yeah. it's fabric. It's it's email. Like you're not gonna. It's not gonna die. No one's gonna yeah. die if you don't get your triangle. Yeah. Right. 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 So you're, yeah, it's it's <laughs> you you you'll be able to sew it later, right? Right. 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 Maybe maybe the birthday present will be you know just a little bit later. Right. Sorry, <laughs> I guess you know maybe you should start this a bit sooner. Yeah. No. Um. But. You know the the boundaries aspect of it is uh, is 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 again just something so key for people to to just take into. Was it was it hard for you to set those boundaries in the beginning? Was it something that you struggled with? Did you did you have that sense of I gotta I gotta answer all the questions all the time? Right. So I mean, when you're starting out, 
every single customer is like the highest value customer right, to you, right? right? And you want to win that customer over and you want them to be exceptionally happy, right? Course, yeah. And you want to deliver unparalleled customer service and oh my God, don't leave, right? Is is And so for those first couple of weeks, like you get stuck in this churn of like every single customer is the most valuable customer that you yeah. have, right? Um, and, and what I found over time is like there are just some people you're just never going to make happy, right? And so you can bend over backwards, you can give them freebies, you can refund, you can give them extra care and service service, but that's not the customer you want in the right. long term. You want the customer that's understanding what you're doing, what your mission is, um, the service you're delivering to them, and be comfortable with that. And yeah. so um, there's there's this, um, I took a, a class at Quilt Market once that talks about customers as the five fingers on your hands, right? So there's your thumbs, right? These are your high value customers. They they will follow you, you know, down the trenches, back up again. These are the people that'll buy anything you are selling, right? Those yeah. are the customers you love. It's as important as your thumb. Then there's your pinkies, right? So the pinkies are the people that consume all of your time, that ask all the questions, that suck all the knowledge out of you, but ultimately never buy anything from you. And yeah. you spend so much time nurturing those customers yeah. that have no value to you as a business. Yeah. And they distract you from nurturing your thumbs, which are the most important people. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people in the middle that just kind of fit in both categories. And then there's some people that fit in the middle and you know what you want to do with those folks. Right, but right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, and it's just it's just knowing, you know, when you're engaging with a customer, is this person going to follow me through the trenches? Are they on board with what we're doing or are they consuming my time and I'm cons- I'm spending 8 hours with them and they're never going to buy anything for me or they're one and done. Right, right. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of talk about like A B C D F, you know, and, right. and uh, you know, you, you can imagine what I say about the F customers, but uh mm-hmm, right. <laughs> you know, um but uh you know, and the D is, you know, go, you know, don't let the door hit you in the butt right. the way out, you know, right. and the right. key kind of got to see, you know, you, you have to consider cutting them off. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and B, you know, the, those are, those are good. You know, those are, those are pretty good. You know, and, and then of course the A are the, the ones that you love, you know, those are really like your, your tribe, the people that you love, the people who love you mm-hmm. understand your value. They don't like necessarily care what you charge mm-hmm. uh, because they, they, they love you and what you stand for. You know? Right. Right, and, and that's, that's uh, hard early on uh, yeah. to differentiate because yeah. you want every single person and are right. willing to bend over backwards for people that may be gone quickly. Yeah, well, you know, when you, when you build your business around you know people and you you care about people, you have to be able to kind of d- define the people that you can help and those that you can't. I mean, and as a consultant and and kind of business coach and and just you know where it, it is to me all about the people, you know, you you want you want to help them, but. Um, but sometimes you, you want to help them a little bit more than they want to be helped, you know, and you just can't, right. you know, it's like, you know, you have, to, you have to wait for the right time. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that probably transcends kind of all areas. Like, you know, you, you, there's probably a lot of people that you love to see them have that gift done for their, their birthday mm-hmm. or whatever. But, you know, you just, you, you can't, yeah, right. You, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't make everyone happy. Can't make everybody happy. Right. So, um, so what what are the kind of projects? Is it is it just quilts, or are there other kind of projects as well that they that 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 you send right packages for? <laughs> so you know, what is the product we're shipping. Yeah. So right. yeah. Okay. So we have um, two businesses that we ship um, okay. out of the mall. So one is our box business, and okay. one is our mystery quilt business. So our box okay. business is like a stitch fix for fabric people. Okay. So you answer a short survey, say you like this, you don't like this, you want this specific cut of fabric, and then um, we shop for you. We're a personal shopper, so okay. we pull together All a bunch right. of fabric and ship it to you based upon what you like. So it's not 
a subscription box where everyone gets the same stuff thrown in and you may have some, okay. you know, I'm not getting the same box you are because okay. our preferences are different. Sure. Um, and so um, we've really modeled the stitch fix in the, you know, tell us what you like, what you don't like every month. So every month we're reaching out to customers. We're getting feedback. We're collecting and mining all that data, mm. which to me is the, the real value of the business, right? Is it's, right. it's what the customers are telling us and how their, um, you know, tastes shift over time, right? Yeah. So um, that's the, the box business. So we have, a couple different products in there and those are that's that's how we started the mystery quilt is the the largest volume part of our business so this is the partnership with new zealand Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. this is a project that comes to you um, every month for 10 months Um, everything is cut everything is color coordinated literally you just sit at your sewing machine and sew for 25 30 minutes Okay. And so you're sewing pieces together, you set them aside. You sew pieces together, you set them aside. And in 10 months, we have a Facebook Live and we show you what all those pieces come together and make. And so in this model, um, you get to choose which colors you like. So say your favorite color is blue. You could pick blue fabrics for your projects. Say my favorite color is neon pink. I'll pick neon pink for my projects. And so we're making the same quilt but it's gonna turn out very differently because of the colors we've chosen. So it works yeah. well for people who um, you know, don't know how, are inexperienced quilters, right? So my boys do this project. If you can sew oh, a straight cool. line, you can do this project. Um, you don't have to worry about any extra fabric or being short at the end, which is a common problem for sewers. Yeah. And it works well for um, older quilters, right? Who can't use a rotary cutter, but enjoy sewing. Everything's mm. cut for them. So they literally just sew it and they're able to make a quilt at the end of 10 oh, months. Wow. So yeah, so that's, it's the boxes and the mystery quilt as part of cotton cuts those are our two big businesses that's incredible okay so that's fun because it's a it's almost a year-long project right and they get a little pieces they're not really sure how it's going to all kind of come together Mm -hmm. so it kind of has that anticipation factor And then finally, you put you have the big reveal, and they can finally put it all together and get that big project. Exactly, That's and it's and people have tried to put together what the finished quilt looks like, and and they have not been close. But right, right, <laughs> yeah, Ooh, well, right, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's got to be. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. Well, as long as they've got a project that they're, they're uh, an end product they're happy with. I mean, I guess. Well, even oh, if they... when we do the reveal, they all get it right. 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 Absolutely. Oh, well, but like, yeah, yeah. But like in month five, there's lots of pictures on our. So we have a very active Facebook group for this project. Yeah. And people put like all their pieces down on their deck and like try oh, and yeah. rearrange them into whatever order they think the finished quilt is going to be. So it's, it's right. fun. All we right. Have, we have very a good group. cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that really really begets uh, that interaction just just naturally. So that's right. That's, that's brilliant. That's yep. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. So now you said with your boys, they're pretty active. They'll do the kits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're seven and eight. You said right. Yes. Yep. Uh, so now, do they do? Do you have like Boy Scouts and stuff like come in and do that kind of stuff as well? And uh, like people from schools, you have school groups come in. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, right. What, what are some great ways to get kids involved in this stuff? Right. So in the at the collective in the maker space. Yeah. So we host um, several events for kids. So yeah. actually, I think right now we're doing a toddler Tuesday in the shop. Oh. And so bring okay. your children in, um, and we have a different craft each week just to bring the toddlers into the shop to get them moms out of the house. Yeah. Um, we also have a lot of scouting events. So for Girl Scouts, we do a make one give one program. So the oh. girls come in, they learn how to sew 
they'll make a hair tie for themselves and they'll donate a hair tie. So they have the charitable aspect of the Cat Scouts. All this month, we've actually had a surprise event pop up on our calendars. So schools are reaching out to us to host um, patch events for their parents. So you bring all those patches that never get sewn on the the shirts and on the sashes and use our machines and everyone comes together. Again, we have the liquor license. So bring your own alcohol and sew all your patches with all the parents from your troop. And so that's actually that we're doing that pretty frequently this month and then for the the kids learning to sew so our kids learn to sew classes have sold out um anyone who has a daughter or a son eight to 13 um brings their child in and they've been selling out there is a huge unmet need to teach children how to sew because there's been this gap grandmas and grandpas sew moms don't necessarily sew and then kids definitely want to know how to sew so we're, we're helping fill that need oh well well how do people find you, get a hold of you, see where this calendar's at, all that right. stuff? <laughs> so for all the sewing classes, it's cottoncutscollective.com. Okay. Um, for the subscription boxes and the mystery quilt, which the mystery quilt I love to death, it's cottoncuts.com. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. And uh, what's your Facebook page? Um, oh, so Facebook is Cotton Cuts uh, Club and then Cotton Cuts Collective as well. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Yeah, we're all uh, over Facebook and Instagram. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so visual what you do. I think that that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, please, yeah, jump on, check that out. Absolutely. Um, and so, um, so real quick, um, can you give us like one one nugget of one more nugget of wisdom for uh, international business mm-hmm. and uh, just 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 something here for us? Oh gosh, um, so you know w- with the international customers, when we first started, we had a lot of requests for international shipment of our products. Yeah, and at first I was like, gosh, you know, it, there was this barrier like oh, once you ship internationally, like it can't be done, it can't be done. And when I really challenged that assumption for myself, I was like, no, this is really easy to do. And it's one of those, it just took me getting past that I wanna build an American company. And But then I was like, no, like it's really easy to ship globally. It's just a matter of taking the time to figure it out. It took not a lot of time at all. And once I did it, it opened up a whole new market for us. Wow, wow. So international shipping is a lot easier than uh, everybody makes it out to be then. Absolutely. Oh you, my gosh, It can yeah. be done. It, it can, can be, be done. done. I think we ship each month like 200 packages globally. So it can be done. That's amazing. That's great. Well, this has been Time for Success, Business Owner Moms Edition with Kim. Kim Moose uh, over at the the Cotton Collective. Thank you so much. Or Cotton Cuts Collective, my bad. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, If you are looking for a business that will give you and your family the life that you dream of, uh, please reach out to me at Barbie, 314-441-5423. Thanks.